Hey everybody, welcome to Cell Shade. I'm Nick. And I'm Tyler. Welcome to the podcast Cell Shade, where we'll talk about anything animated that we feel like, and there's a very wide net there, so woot woo. We're doing a reaction video today to the 1978 British animated film Watership Down. Uh, the reasoning is, is because I saw this trailer once in college and like laughed my pants off because it was just looked so dark and trippy and it's animated, which makes you think it's a children's movie. Well, apparently it is a children's movie. It's, it's just it's, fucked up. <laughs> it's like not a children's movie though. I mean, uh, if people don't know about this, this is based on the novel by Richard Adams, 1972 novel. And like, it's. I don't even know that much about what it's about because I didn't want to. I didn't want to look too far into it. I wanted to have like an actual reaction to it. But like, from what I know, it's rabbits. They're all rabbits, but they represent real human problems. Okay. <laughs> so it's gonna be like government. We're, we're gonna talk about our problems using rabbits. <laughs> it's probably something with the rabbit Marx's prolet. Terry, poverty, monarchy, something. Um, I don't know. But anyway. I imagine it has some sort of economic something tie-in is my guess. These are guesses, by the way. I know that it's rabbits and that they are metaphors. So I'm hoping that this is a similar experience to when I had watched Animal Farm as a child. Uh, the George Orwell novel turned into a live-action movie but it's talking animals in a barn. So I thought, I was at, uh, we were renting a movie. I was a child, and I had picked it, because I was like, look. And my mom was leaving, the whole household was leaving me alone for the day, so she just wanted to basically get a movie that would sit me down on the couch, and it would babysit me. And then I picked this. She saw animals, she goes, great, puts it in the cart, we go. And then, um, and I say cart, because we were, at, uh, this is when grocery stores had like a little rental section and we go, <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, this is like really serious. And then like the pigs start to kill people and then the horse gets sent away for glue. And then like all this horrible stuff happens cause it's all a parallel to, uh, communist Russia. <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't know what a parallel is. I don't know what a metaphor is. So I was just like mortified. And I kind of hope that this movie is a similar vibe and that it caused this problem for people. Like, I really hope that like people, children went and were like, fuck, what is this? And they started saying fuck now because they instantly became an adult. It is rated PG. I heard um, that there's blood. Yeah, I know there's <laughs> blood. Because I saw that trailer and they're like, the hills, they're covered in blood. And I'm like... But PG in 1978 meant something very different. Cujo was rated PG. So to, was Indiana Jones. Yeah, to put this in perspective, like, Cujo. <laughs> like, so it, it, PG literally actually meant parental guidance back then. It didn't mean, oh, it's fine. Like, Frozen's PG. But back in the day, it actually meant, hey, parents, maybe look into this movie <laughs> before you do this. You know, back when parents got you know, to look into a situation to decide for themselves and didn't have a panel of experts to do it. Um, but yeah, this movie was very well received. It was like the sixth best movie of that year and starred John Hurt, among other well-respected British actors and um, had great reception on its release. Uh, critics loved it. It was really popular in England. I don't know if that popularity 
came into the states that much. I don't that I don't know. It's Rotten Tomato score is very good though. Uh, it's got a how high is it? Eighty two percent. Oh. Uh, it says aims at adult perhaps more than children. This is a respectful, beautifully animated adaptation of Richard Adams' beloved book. So, yeah, this is the information. I'm not going to read anything about the plot or anything like that, but it's just good for me to note that, yes, the movie was a success. Yes, it was critically and financially successful and respected. Okay, right. so holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that was... um. That wasn't fun. I didn't have any fun watching that. <laughs> I really thought that like booze and this movie would do it for me, and it did nothing for me. You know when you like um, you you drink and it usually like amplifies whatever mood you're in. I was happy going into this, and then it just made me so sad. <laughs> so let's just you know let's give an overview. All right, so it opens up with a rabbit named Hazel that looks like literally any other rabbit. No, no, no. Oh, no, I we, forgot, yeah, the opening sequence. We, we have a mythology, the yeah, they give us a myth as to why rabbits are what they are, because they, they had it coming, um, the, uh, pop six. They, uh, <laughs> Frith, who's like their the god. Sun god. He's like the sun god. He, uh, well, he also like seems to control animals and create them. Yeah. Uh, he made animals and they all looked the same. But then there's this one Prince Rabbit. What's his name? And even though he's called Prince Rabbit, rabbits don't exist in this version mm-hmm. of the universe yet. They all look the same. That's just his name. And he's like a dick. And he's eating all the grass. And he doesn't give a shit about anything. And he multiplies in a way that ruins things for everyone. Mm-hmm. So they're like... So Frith, the god, is like, fuck you. I'm gonna make all the other animals. So he makes like the weasel and the cat and the dog and the bird, and he's like, I'm gonna make them predators. And you, you stupid little fucker, are you gonna- are just prey. Because when he comes down and is just like, do you need anything from me or something? He's just like, no, 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 we're we're strong. We can handle ourselves. And he's like, oh, you can handle yourselves. Well, fuck you. And he makes them fast because they refuse to stop digging a hole. Mm-hmm. And so oh. only their hind legs. He blesses his bum. Yeah, he blesses his bum. <laughs> but we open with like a bunny massacre because there's rabbits and they all just get bitten and killed. Which oh yeah, there's we're gonna discover is a <laughs> we're gonna discover is a, a a common thread among the like when the badger and like dog characters attack these midsummer looking drawings of rabbits. They just their skin just leaves their body. They well, I assumed red. that was like. There, it was a artistic representation of the animals. So when you bit them, they just all turned red. Yeah. You know, to signify that they're dead. But it was very disturbing. Well, like their markings change too, and the markings are made primarily of you know, like lines and swirls. So it looks like a vascular system. So that's why I kept yeah. thinking they're just skinned. Because <laughs> ah! we were like in a more artistic, like sort of, like an opening, not artistic, but like a, a more interpretive version mm-hmm. of things at the beginning to kind of almost represent like old religious drawings mm-hmm. or tribal drawings to represent the like before time and the mythology. I liked that style of animation. The opening was honestly the cutest part. It yeah. probably could have just stayed there and Seriously, I would have been okay like the, with it. The, it was so stylized and so fluid and then when we like transferred to the very realistic drawing there was like the, the concept of like the uncanny valley where I'm like this looks so much like a rabbit that it's hard for me to like 
I don't know, like, disassociate or suspend my disbelief. <laughs> well, and the thing is, like, uh, the animation on a whole is very pretty. Like, the background was all very gorgeous. And, like, sometimes mm. I'd just be looking at the grass and make this very pretty. But, like, the character animation itself was not very... Specifically, in- it's a design. Interesting or inventive, because they all look the same. Yeah. So we just kept being like, which rabbit is that? Which rabbit just got attacked? Like, we didn't know... Because, like, you have to pull, like, a Lion King mm-hmm. and make them all have a little something... Like, Simba and Mufasa are the only ones with, like, red manes. Well, obviously, because they're, like, the only men besides Scar and the Pride, but whatever. They did it with, like, three rabbits. Yeah. And one of them, unfortunately, is not the main character rabbit, Hazel, who I could not differentiate. He is the main character. And, like, Fiverr, who's in there a lot, too. But anyway. He's sickly. Well, because he was smaller and his ears were stumpier. So you could pick up on that. But Mm -hmm. then, like... But anyway, we, we have... We're at this... We meet these rabbits, because now we're in contemporary times, mm-hmm. and we see that rabbits are still, like, prey, and they're the rabbits that we know them to be. Yeah. We're introduced to these two brothers, Hazel and Fiverr. Oh, Fiber. they're brothers? They are. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, I kind are. of was hoping they were lovers. All right, fine. Well, yeah, we always hope everyone's lovers. <laughs> I'm like, everyone. <laughs> they could be both. It's rabbits. Who cares? Yeah. So, <laughs> we're introduced to these two brothers, Hazel and Fiverr, which... You know, ridiculous names. Um, Fiverr like is just people. this like neurotic, like great, like his favorite character, hands down. My favorite. Fiverr is your favorite character, hands down. With my favorite because he was, he's like he can't sit still, is constantly anxious, and is essentially an oracle. Me, you just described me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not an oracle. Yes, I am. No, you're and not. So, he uh, has <laughs> visions just out of nowhere about blood all over the fields and the hills of their warren and i'm like and then everyone just listens to him i I don't understand why because he he was right and he had been right in the past he even said this so how was he right in the past i I do not remember that but they because they well they they tell us he was we don't they don't have examples okay but like what happens is he comes in and he gets a vision of blood coming down the hill and he goes we we need to go Mm -hmm. we need to leave and then everyone's like, well, shut up. We live here. And there's a big, fat, lazy rabbit king. And he's like, I don't really want to leave. It's fucking season. We can't do that. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> we're all having sex. <laughs> and then Bigwig, which is his name, which is confusing because we associate Bigwig with, like... The leader. And he's, he's not. He's, like, the first captain. He's, like, a captain. And he's ready to ditch... And he has a wig. The fat rabbit king. He has a good character design. Yeah. He, he has little, a toupee. He has a little tuft of hair that does look like a wig, which is funny because it's like it doesn't seem like they would know what a wig was. But he's like, oh, okay. I'll leave. Like, he gave up on things really quickly. I thought it might, like, he might need to turn, but it seems like he's... He got yelled at by yeah. fat rabbit king. Yeah. And I... So I think it, like, makes sense... Jumping a little bit ahead here, I think it's because he wanted, like, this leadership role, which he took. He assumed the leadership role of the defectors. He was pretty and maybe good. it's because, like, he wanted that, and that's yeah. why he left. But Hazel, who believes Fiverr, is like, no, we have to fucking go. Mm-hmm. And he says in there, he's like, this has happened before, and he's always been right. Like, can we all agree that Fiverr's visions are normally correct? And everyone's like, but we don't like this vision. And it was the very, like... scares us. It means we have to do work and leave. And it's like, yeah, yes. This is why I like Fiverr. He always knew. He always had the answers. Um, even at the end, which we'll get to that later. But, like, he knew what was going to happen. And he ended up signaling to them what should happen. Mm-hmm. And it saved the day. He is... I, I liked him a lot because he was, like, a weak rabbit. He was frail. But you have a frail male character who's normally right. I feel like roles like this normally go to women. Like... 
the the like we'll talk about the women yes <laughs> the rules like this normally go to women where they're like it's a person falling apart and they're frail but they have the answers from some mystical being and i was like it's kind of cool that it's like this sad little rabbit who needs to get taken care of by his brother all the time but he like is right he um but anyway um, so then after they decide to defect, when they leave... But before they do, sorry, I have a note. Oh, what? <laughs> the, the Captain Holly, I think was his name? Captain Holly, yes. He comes in, and I just had to quote it, because it's so funny. Because this is, we looked it up, it was meant to be a children's book, and it's meant to be a children's movie. Mm-hmm. So any criticism we have being like, what the fuck is this doing in a children's movie, is fair. It wasn't like, it's a, a movie for adults that was made through animation. That isn't what happened. <laughs> it is a movie made for children uh, after further research and Captain Holly comes in when they're like trying to leave and he goes spreading dissension <laughs> inciting a mutiny and I'm like it's a children's movie and you just said spreading dissension and I'm like your metaphor is laying on a little thick here um, but yeah keep going they decide to leave um, so they decide to leave and then all the women and children are immediately captured and the only people who leave are the men and then they just defect. They run around trying to find what they literally say is they don't know what. They have no idea what they're looking for. All that they knew is that they needed to leave because Fiverr had this fucking vision. And um, Also, I think that they're sick of Fat Lazy King Rabbit. I mean, yeah. That is also another thing that was kind of laid on a little thick, where it's just like the leader's fat and lazy and decides everything. The, leaser, the leader is always fat. I'm not, like, trying to be mean. Like, don't, like, come at me, people, by saying fat. Like, I'm not trying to fat shame. It's just, like, they're clearly trying to say the fat rabbit is in charge. Well, I think it's just one of those things where, like, being fat is usually, like, associated a lot with, like, um, like, strength or power or just, like, wealth because you don't have to do anything because everything's done for you. It's a visual language that you associate with power a lot. Yeah. Is that you're bigger, you're more powerful... It's an easy, like, translation for an audience member to see a big rabbit and go, oh, that rabbit's in charge. Yeah. Um, and it's weird, because the other fat rabbit isn't lazy. Mm-hmm. This, this, this is the only fat lazy rabbit. There is another fat rabbit, but that fat rabbit is very scary. Right. So after they defect, they lose a member of their crew, a, a boy rabbit named Violet. <laughs> And he gets captured by a hawk, and Fiverr just sits there and fucking watches it happen and does nothing. This is why I don't like him. He has all the agency to further himself, but can't help anyone else. I just think that Fiverr needs more time than other people. And, like, okay, so the hawk scene is terrifying also, because you hadn't really seen a rabbit, like, go down yet. And then all of a sudden, like, this hawk just takes the rabbit. You see little tufts of fur. But also, all the rabbit designs are the same, so I thought Hazel died. I really did. I was like, oh my gosh, Hazel's dead. And then they're just like, like, Violet's gone. I'm like, who's Violet? Yeah, I was like, we didn't, you didn't, you made him look the same as everyone else. So I had no idea that that was who that was. This is an issue with uh, the things that I have with like, um, I guess like superhero movies too, where like everything's like a group. Like you don't get to know everyone. And so when things happen to people, I haven't had that emotional connection to them. So when bad things happen, like this rabbit fucking dying, I like didn't care. I also was like, questioning who's, like who's how much Fiverr? of that was like in slow motion and Fiverr just didn't get a chance. Mm-hmm. Cause I think Fiverr saw Hawk and went like, oh fuck, aha, uh-huh, and he's dead. But I think it was sort of like the way that we were presented with the information. Uh-huh. Also, was there time to run anyway? It's a fucking Hawk. I mean, yeah, Violet wasn't really, like... Yeah, I was like, what were you going to... He was eating grass. Yeah, what were you going to do? You know, like... 
It is depressing because Virgil fucking do that. Yeah. Um, um, it was just so funny because he like that, that. That was when I knew the movie meant business because I was like, oh shit, he just he just fucking killed that. Rabbit. That is that is something that movies can do to really just say, like you said, like we mean business. Like even like a, like I'm thinking like a quiet place too is kill someone that and it means something immediately. Right. So then after Violet dies, they come across this other burrow of these rabbits who. I guess everyone just knows they're like swindlers or like charlatans who lure them into this cave. I have written down sketchy old gay rabbit. Yes, yeah, yeah, the sketchy old gay rabbit who just like gallivants away, literally going like, uh, 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 as he, he walks. He moves weird. He moves like almost in like a slow motion where like his, it's like his front paws go down and he takes the time to lift the back. I know. Oh, He's like, like, he makes a show out of leaving. Well, and then like, his paws oh, yeah, are always like draping around him too. And he's always like, eh, no. And the paws are flailing about. Well, like, their Warren has like radishes and some kind of root vegetable that just lays in the center of their cave that's at the bottom of this light. And it's very clear that it's man-made because that's why they say when they go in, oh, this place smells like man. And that's why I was thinking like, do these rabbits lure these other rabbits in here so that they're the ones who are killed instead of them but we never get into it because fucking big wig gets caught in a snare chokes up his own guts i was so confused because i was really waiting for a payoff because they also seem to be part of like a different religious sect too because they were like talking about their gods and their legends and stuff and he was like it flows through us like a river and you can see that they're eating and there are other rabbits hiding watching and i'm like oh fuck like i was really excited i was like old sketchy gay rabbit is he just starts, he starts babbling, and I thought he's about to be like, you are all going to be sacrificed. Well, old sketchy gay rabbit also says the stories of Frith mean nothing to us. And, like, that's literally the god that we were introduced to in the beginning, so I thought they were... referencing Frith later, so I don't understand that either. So that's why I was like, are these people heathens? Like, it are seems they just like, like they were a different religious sect. Okay. And that they, because then they started talking about their own religious stuff, and I thought it was going to cause problems. And it really... It just doesn't do anything. I was so confused because you're right. And then Bigwig is bleeding from the mouth and the nose, as no, I've written here. I'm telling you, he literally looks like he's choking up his own guts because, like, it's the discoloration of the rest of like the foaming at the mouth. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, ew. It's ew, weird. Ew, ew. There's so much rabbit blood in this movie. So much rabbit. It's blood. so much rabbits. Bleeding all the time, and like this was one of the grosser ones. And I feel like in most animated movies, you just don't have blood. You just don't. Except for like Beauty. No, sorry, um, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, Beauty and the Beast had it too. Sleeping Beauty has a very stylized and a very specific moment. You're not seeing it all the fucking time because it is like a weird like. And I'm not seeing it because it's for children. It's just weird. Like it's weird when you see blood in animation. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm. This movie's now teaching me why you never see blood in animation. Because like even the. Studio uh, Ghibli, Ghibli, uh-huh. Puff. Um, <laughs> they, uh, those, I feel like even there, like the blood kind of like comes off in hilarious spurts and lands somewhere and you never see it again. Like it doesn't like linger. Except for Princess Mononoke. That's even that, that's what I was referring to. Because oh. even when someone's like leg gets chopped off in that, it looks like a cartoonish like sort of like ham chop bone coming out that you'd see in Looney Tunes. (laughs) That's true. Like, they... And it's a very violent film, don't get me wrong, but, like, the actual visual depiction has nothing on this movie (laughs) that, like, you just see... Like, he's choked in a snare, Bigwig, 
and he's just like bleeding from the mouth and the nose and it's dripping all over his face and and it's weird because they're smart enough to know that the that he's being choked yeah right they're like we need to cut the wire we need to get the peg out that's holding the wire but they're not smart enough to be like bigwig who's still moving they're not smart enough to be like move toward the peg and you will create slack in the wire. I think at that point he was like, like he could have like. They could his have neck. moved him though. Yeah, they, that's the thing is they could have moved him. Yeah, like no I just did. didn't get it because I was like, I got that at first he was probably running. He got caught in the snare, and yeah. now he like passed out. But I was like, if you move him, the snare will be slack. So I didn't understand how they were smart enough to understand that the peg needed to be removed. They weren't smart enough to understand that. I don't know. To be honest, the level of intelligence of the characters throughout this was very inconsistent. It's incredibly. <laughs> um, so then after this whole peg thing happened, I'm sorry, this is another thing that I have, this is an issue I have with a lot of like get here plot lines, which is it's just obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. Well, it was, I looked it up, they, he had based a lot of this off of the Odyssey. Out of the, off of the Odyssey? Okay. So yeah, they're literally just going on this Odyssey and then after the snare, they run into this fucking farm that has the best character in the whole movie. You're doing such a good movie. job of remembering this movie because I have these things written down and you're not looking at notes to clarify <laughs> to the listeners. He's just, this is straight up like from his memory. And then after, um, so then we run into this farm that has the best character in the whole movie, which is the tabby cat named Tab. And not then, a good name. I know. And then the dog who's not named and they run into these female rabbits because, and then we get into this a little later, but I'm just going to run into this now. Um, the main character, Hazel, realizes we have no girl rabbits. Wherever we go, we can't breed and make more, like when, and the, the, apparently baby rabbits are called kittens. So they say we can't breed and make more kittens. They definitely get a little handmaid's tale. Because they're like, so, we need lady rabbits. Yeah. And we need them fast. And it's not like they're like, we need lady rabbits because we want a society and a balanced society with lots of types of people. It's like, we need their fucking vaginas and their uteruses. Like, it is not like they want them because they think that they're a valuable part of society. They want them so they can get them. This is kind of like when I turned on everything because we, at this point, uh, we've seen one warren of rabbits because a society of rabbits is called a warren apparently we see one one warren of rabbits where it's ruled by this like dictator and then we eventually meet another society where it's ruled by a dictator and so i think what they these rabbits are doing is just leaving so they can start their own dictatorship it definitely like they don't feels... have any like agency to do anything else besides recreate what they already know, which is get more women, create. A... It is get more women. It did get really <laughs> weird with the women stuff because yeah. like, uh, we'll get into some of that again later. But I was like, I I kind of skimmed the Wikipedia page, and one of the like tabs was criticism on gender roles and now i'm like i don't think i'm gonna need to even read that i think i figured it out yeah um, we figured it out but like they, <laughs> well because they go to the farm and they meet clover who's their first lady rabbit that spoke and i just thought it, sometimes i just wrote down funny quotes and it was every once in a while a child takes us out on the grass um because they're like pet rabbits yeah and also the farmer who is the only human i think we hear speak can we hear him speak? We don't see his face. It's which a lady I'm fine farmer. With. Huh? It's a lady farmer. Well, there, there's the child who's the, a lady. Who's a Is that a woman. child? I just thought it was a woman. Well, there's a child who opens the door and it's just like, Tabby. Why do you think it was a child? I thought it was just a woman. 
Oh, because it sounded like a kid. Oh, okay. Well, there's... And there's the there two is gay a, male farmers. There's a high-pitched voice. <laughs> I don't know what... I really thought it was it two was, gay male farmers. Oh, of course they're not gay. This is... I want to think that they're gay male farmers. I know you want to. Just like I wanted Hazel and Fiverr to be lovers, which I think rabbits are not above having sex with siblings, so they might be. But, like, um, especially because they don't seem to have any emotional attachment to women, so maybe they're just like, well... Um, no, okay, so this... A farmer with a high-pitched voice always comes out and stops, tab, from eating the rabbits, which is annoying, because I'm like, why else do you have a farm cat? Like, you had the farm cat, so it kills yeah. animals who are eating the produce. Like, that's why you have a farm cat. So I just kept getting annoyed that they were like, Tab, you leave that rabbit alone. This, this like, disembodied voice that we keep hearing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, no. That's, like, that's literally why it's here. Like, you have cats on farms to kill the mice and the rabbits. I didn't understand. I think it's just this little child who wanted a house cat, has a farm cat, and then is mad that they're not a house cat. And the cat talked. Yeah. Which was definitely interesting because I didn't know if, like, the other animals, if they could communicate with the rabbits, mm-hmm. and they definitely can, which makes killing them much more disturbing. Yeah. Like... To be like, oh, I know you want to be free, but you won't. And oh, like when Tab gets Hazel then, it's just like, can you run now? Can you, yeah, can like, you run now? She has this high pitch, like, can you run now? <laughs> <laughs> like, sort of voice, and it's so, like... But back to the fuck. story really quick. So Hazel tries to rescue Clover and the other women. I think just the women. I, That's I not until later, though. No, no, um, sorry. They come back for them. Yeah, because at first he meets them and is just like, oh, hey, you guys are girls and then they get chased off by this dog and this cat and then they finally find what they're quote unquote looking for which is a high hill dry soil so they can burrow and a tree for shade and whatnot so then they all get there they've only had one casualty which is this rabbit violet and um they're just like oh we found it we can see the whole world which is like a square mile of the english countryside which to them is the whole world yeah and then that's that's when hazel says oh my god there's no bitches (laughs) (laughs) wait and they even talk well because they run into oh this fucking bird captain holly though too don't they at this point oh yeah captain holly comes back and he's like oh fiverr your whole blood thing because we see as the audience that there's a sign that says new housing development to rewind a little bit. So we know why Fiverr's had this vision. And then Captain Holly comes back and he's basically like, they've closed the holes and we have this whole sequence of rabbits suffocating and dying. All of the and women and children are burrowed into, are sealed into their own burrows and suffocate to death trying to get out. When their resources get fucked up and so this like one woman rabbit is like, we we can't keep having kids if we don't no, have... No, that's different. She's in the new brood Oh, that that's what keeps confusing me. There's yeah. like a... We introduced so many characters that all look the exact same. It's well, hard and to it's keep not track. told in chronological order either, which makes this even harder to understand. Yeah. Uh, I'm um, like, so yeah, we meet Captain Holly again, who's all just cut the fuck up because I think he ran into the jewel again. So it. much rabbit blood. Um, but more importantly, we meet the worst character in the whole movie, which is this fucking bird named Kia. Literally after the noise that he makes, he's named after the noise. You he can makes. understand he's a low red Gilbert Godfrey because like 
He sounds kind of like Gilbert Godfrey, but much less like uh, intelligible. Because uh-huh. uh, I can't, I can't understand the fucking thing he says. Oh, actually, that brings me back to my whole thing that I keep saying. I kept saying throughout the whole movie. I'm like, is every single character John Hurt? They all sound the same. All the rabbits everyone sound the sounds same. the same. I thought every character was John Hurt, except for the female characters, which all sounded and the, the same, anyways. And even the bird, I was like, this is John Hurt trying to do a Scottish <laughs> accent, right? I don't even know what they were going for with that accent because he, he was speaking in broken English too. I thought he was French at first but then he says Einstein dry but then his name is Kia which is like a Scottish last name <laughs> and he wants and he keeps wanting to get back to the water and he goes big water big water and like just and then sort of like shut the fuck up and you're like, like I don't get know out of here what the fuck you're supposed to represent or who you are he occasionally yeah. helps the group but he's which is like, weird what's the trade-off there like, they He's, don't protect him, and then they say... They they, they nurse him back to health, though, because he was all fucked up. Well, then leave. Like, I always... I'm but always they, so they nurse him back to health, and then he saves them momentarily from uh, fat Stalin rabbit. Eventually, but his first thing first was he was going to go look for women, remember? Well, he goes and looks for women. He goes Fails, the, because it's too, it's too cloudy, and he's confused when the sun goes he away. He gets shot. No. Wait... Wait, Hazel gets shot. About? Yeah, Hazel, sorry. Because they go back to the farm to release Clover and the other women because they didn't release her before, but then they're like, oh shit, we need, we, we need some ladies. And yeah. so they go and they release... She's so willing to go with them, though. She's so down for that D. Because yeah. she was like... They were like, come with us? And she goes... It's like a pause. She goes, yes. And I don't want to be a house pet anymore. I would love to be a house pet in this world. Are you fucking kidding me? Because all we see is people dying, trying to live. Yeah. um, I was like, great. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, You feed me, and a child occasionally takes me out in the grass. (laughs) Um, Well, they release them, and then Hazel gets shot. We didn't even know it was Hazel, because... I thought it was fucking Blackberry. We can't... There's a, there's a rabbit named Blackberry, he's, who then I found out later has, like, a black head, and that's why he's called Blackberry. Yeah, they like, he's shot, and then the bird comes and picks the shrapnel. Oh, well, yeah, I forgot. We, he fails More to More rabbit Clover. blood, by the way, because it's not just, like, he's picking up the shrapnel. Like, you see little bits of blood flying everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like, so much blood. <laughs> so much blood. And he's picking it out, and he's like, well, because he even says, this is when I realized Hazel was going to live, because we were both impressed. We thought Hazel was going to die. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, get the black stone out. And I was like, oh, he's going to get the bullet out. I'm personally more impressed when a movie has the gall to kill a main character. Like, I would have loved it Especially one where you could definitely tell the story without. It wasn't like Hazel was necessary. Like, they almost kind of did it because at this point, the character, the main character shifts from Hazel to Bigwig. Is Hazel, I wonder if Hazel's the point of view character in the book is I would my... think so because they do all this because he doesn't seem to do anything he's just always there yeah because like he just says let's go like he doesn't carry the plot on on his own he wouldn't have done anything if Fiverr hadn't said hey let's get out of here because I have this premonition that we're all going to fucking die <laughs> yeah it just didn't really make um, so at this point Hazel's back. They abandoned Clover because she got caught trying to leave again. And um, now we just shift into this, essentially, this new movie where it's now... It is. Like, if this was the whole plot of the movie starting here, I think it would be much more coherent. Um, 
We're now, we just get introduced to this group, this warren of jewel-eyed rabbits. They are psychopaths, they're all of them. Yeah, they are literally <laughs> the rabbit equivalent of communists. Because earlier we noticed that there was like secret police rabbits in the first group and you kept calling <laughs> the, them Gestapo the, the, buddies. The, the Gestapo rabbits. <laughs> yeah, and I was like... And it became our shorthand when you tried to explain the film to me. I wish that we just had that. I wish it could just be Nick trying to explain to Tyler what's happening in the movie because he seemed to grasp it and I didn't. And I was like... Um, so at this point, we get introduced to these rabbits and I think from what I gathered is that Captain Holly ran into them and that's how he knew them. And that's why he said, like, there's women there. We can go rescue them and mate with them because there's this one woman... Hi- that's the thing. Hyacinth. 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 Heisenthlay. Her name is Heisenthlay. 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 H-Y-Z-E-N-T-H-L-A-Y because let's use every letter. (laughs) Just imagine the author being like, I feel like we don't have enough letters in this book. So her name is fucking Heisenthlay and Captain Holly knew of her because she wanted to dissent from this group and if you dissent from this group, you get your ears ripped open. Oh yeah, because that's okay and they viciously show it because if you like make a mistake, okay, I have to rewind a little bit. So there's this other borough and there's, it's an evil communist borough. I'm just calling it that because that's what it seems like Um, and he's like, basically you can't leave. You can't go anywhere, which is why it feels... And everyone has a role to play, and you can't go outside your role, which is why I think they're evil communists. Or even outside. Remember, if they go above ground when they're not supposed to, they get... Yes, because everyone's marked with something, too, so it's a little showing your papers. Yeah. And when I say marked, they scratch them a certain way. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do it, they rip your ears. And, like, we watched that on multiple occasions. The bunnies would just bite in and shred their fucking ear. And it was very disturbing. Again, more bunny blood. It's not, their ears aren't even ripped off. They rip, like, a certain amount, so then they just flop over. Which made that one rabbit who had been bitten so many times quite adorable looking. Yeah. Um, But then he said, like, he had to be repeated to several times because he can't hear anymore because his ears don't work. His ears fucking... It felt so bad. But anyways, um, Captain Holly says, there's this burrow of rabbits who have women who want to defect. Let's go infiltrate, take their women, and leave. Which obviously goes wrong. The women are also being very Handmaid's Tailed here. Because, like, Big Wig goes in as, like, undercover to communist rabbits. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Hey, any ladies around here? Because, again, they want the ladies. And then he's like... Oh, this is me doing Stalin bunny voice. Oh, yes, if you see a doe you like, anyone you want, go for it. Because he <laughs> says, he says, like, and I quote, why be an officer? Yeah, because he's just <laughs> like, like, so he's basically like, they're just, it gets a little like, which is why, again, I'm like, children's movie? Because they're <laughs> like, these, these lady rabbits want to leave because they're being raped. All the time. And then I'm just like, and but, they're specifically saying, we don't have enough, like, resources and infrastructure to keep having kids. Stop it. And they're like, no, I'm stop. <coughs> shouldn't do that voice. I'm Stalin. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to have children. And, like, and it was just, it, it got so weird. And I was like, I'm just trying to imagine watching this as a child and being like, so why won't they let the girl bunnies leave? And it's like, mm. And I think what's weirder is the fact that Bigwig is coming in with the plan to take them to literally go and do the same thing elsewhere. 
Well, yeah, that's the thing is they need <laughs> they need lady rabbits, but I guess they're gonna do it nicer. I don't know. Like I. Yeah. I so then Bigwig successfully infiltrates, unfortunately betrays their trust when they catch him talking to Kia, the fucking the albatross bird. And they're just like, oh my God, an outsider. You must be some kind of traitor. And then for some reason he just says, no, I'm not. And they believe him, despite the fact that he's an outsider originally. And then he finally gets to talk to He's Eisenberg. not in the right region of the country. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just everything just like works out. And it's so weird because, like, there's no real, like, espionage or anything. He just says, hey, I'll, like, say that I'm loyal to you. And and then the other guys are just like, sure. And they end up getting all the ladies out. They all run. And and then the general chases after them with... Wound ward. It's wound ward? Wound ward. What a stupid name. General wound ward Stalin. Actually, my favorite name is Captain Campion, because Campion in Spanish means mushroom, so I kept thinking Captain Mushroom. Captain Mushroom. <laughs> so yeah. Captain Mushroom. Captain Holly also cracks me up. This I know. Name. So then um, they get chased out. Oh, no, sorry. They escape with the women. They get chased by the general then, and then escape on their watership down. <laughs> Because oh, that's, that was my question. I put it here at the end. I went, wait, tell me what the title is. And I didn't, like, what is it about? And I guess it's it. It's the watership. Okay. I, I, I have not researched as to what it's actually, why it's actually called that. I assumed that they escaped on their watership that went downriver. So I'm like, I, watership no, I down. That, I assume that's why it's called watership down. But I, had, I was literally the whole movie going, why is this called watership down? And then, because when I was little and I heard the phrase Watership Down, I was not, I always assumed it was like a battleship book. <laughs> like, I really thought it was like... No, you're on the right track here, because the whole thing with Watership Down is when people say that, it means abandoned ship, which all these things, that's what Fiverr did. He said, essentially, abandoned ship and leave. Oh, okay. And so it comes into like a metaphorical sense where they're just like, we need to just get the fuck out of here. And then I also, see. we're taking our watership down and starting this new place. Because they do get away on a boat because rabbits hadn't figured out boats yet. I don't know how they ended up docking somewhere else, but they they have like a small canoe type. It's not a canoe, but it's like a small boat. The word docking is ruined for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so two men put their foreskin on each other. And then... Uh, no, that they like they get out away on a boat and rabbits can't swim, as we all know. But then he finds them. It's weird. Rabbits can't. We saw them swim, but they kept being obsessed with things that float. They find them later, and then this is one of my other favorite Fiverr moments. Fiverr's my favorite. Again, to point out, Fiverr goes, "I'm cold. I'm cold." And he starts like seizuring on the ground, and I was just like, "Fiverr's gone cold," and he's just like a dog. The dog's been loose. And he seems to transmit this telepathically. And then they're like, let's let that one fucking dog loose. No, because what happens too is those enemy rabbits are listening and they're just like, what the fuck is happening down there? Is this place haunted? Yeah, because like Fiverr's just totally lost it. Fiverr saves the day in every moment. I don't know why you have an issue with Fiverr. If we didn't have Fiverr, they'd all be dead. Um, But it was... true. I just have this issue with him because... He, like, triggers all these events, and yeah, like, they get to safety at the end, but it's, like, at what cost? They've enslaved a whole new brood of women and killed Violet the rabbit. (laughs) Violet is fine. (laughs) He is dead. Violet is dead. He was killed by a hawk. Who cares? 
Okay, fine. Yeah, who cares? We're the Black on. Rabbit of Death came to see oh, him. Oh, we haven't even talked about the Black Rabbit. I know, but yeah, at the beginning, Frith is like, and you'll have the Black Rabbit of Death, which I was like, okay. And then, he didn't even say of death. We've just been saying of death. But they keep saying, when the Black Rabbit calls you, you go, and then you die. Um, and I, I just assumed Violet saw him, but we'll see him at the end. Um, yeah, no, Frith is going cold, sits in a dog, so they're like, oh, the dog, that's a great idea. So they release the dog and basically lead the dog back to the camp to kill everyone. Oh my god, and the bloodiest scene in the The blood everywhere, the dog's dripping, his mouth is dripping with blood. And I feel like it's also weird because even in real life, if a dog of a dark fur color has blood all over his mouth. It's not that obvious, but the blood in this is, like, neon in this movie. And I think that's why it was partially disturbing, is because it wasn't, like, blood, like, as we see blood. It was, like, neon blood that never faded in color. <laughs> but he, like, eats all of the bad communist rabbits. And then... Except for ambiguously unknown if he eats general Woundwort. <laughs> yeah, because it leads, like, the dog leaps towards Woundwort, and Woundwort being a cranky, crotchety old man, leaps towards the dog, and then the camera moves up to the sun, and then it's, the narration kicks in and says, Woundwort was never, no, Woundwort's body was never found. <laughs> And then they tell legends if you, like, go outside after dark, Woundwort will be there. Yeah, he was, like, the boogeyman version for parents to be, like, follow the rules or Woundwort will get you, you know, like... It's just, but it's crazy. It's, like, the whole thing about him is, like, Woundwort's entire thing is follow the fucking rules. (laughs) Oh, wait, so then it's, like, if you break the rules, maybe he'll come Woundwort is coming for you. Okay, yeah. Then that, yes, that does make sense. And then, at this point, we're at the end. It has been several months later because, you know, rabbits, their lifespan is super short, I think. Mm, A rabbit in the wild will live for a couple years, so I imagine it's been like a year or so. Okay, so then they have like a whole new litter of kittens, and. I I can't handle that. Why aren't they bunnies? And I know that that's not this movie's fault, (laughs) but I'm like, to me, rabbits have bunnies they don't have kittens bunny is just a made up word <laughs> and it also bothers me that they're does but what's the male a buck. It's a oh buck. it is a buck it's okay. a buck yeah cause I was like I feel like a lot of times we're just like give the man that name he's just a rabbit but she's a doe it's a little maybe that's the gender I thing associate buck with things with antlers and I'm like well you know jackalopes <laughs> cause I'm like I don't I don't get it. It's the same thing with cows and bulls. I'm like, what? Why don't we just call them all cows? This is too confusing. <laughs> um, so then at the end, Hazel is clearly older, still suffering from his gunshot wound, and has become the main character again for like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. He's just like he. I think he is meant to be a POV. I bet it's, I bet you. I haven't looked this up, but I bet. I really think he is, and then he just goes away for a bit because he can't, obviously, partake in warfare because his entire leg is incapacitated. Like, that's why we he shift to He was shot and he got better, and I'm like, I'm sorry, rabbits don't get better when they're shot unless they have medical attention, like actual medical attention, not yeah. the bird ripping the shrapnel from your leg. Yeah, because that's the most unrealistic part of this movie. <laughs> It's up there. <laughs> it's up there for me. Um, what would you say is the more unrealistic part of this movie? The most unrealistic part of this movie is the visions had by a rabbit. <laughs> I will buy the rabbit visions before I buy that rabbit surviving a bullet. Oh, without, really? 
without actual medical attention, a rabbit surviving a bullet wound is more unrealistic to me than a rabbit <laughs> having visions. Because I'm like, animals have intuition. This is this is this. Oh, is it more. could have been like an instinct thing kicking in. Mm-hmm. But then, like animals have instinct. Animals have been known to know when like bad weather is coming or like something is going on. You know, like. Dogs and earthquakes is apparently a thing. Yeah, which I guess most of those things can actually be described from, like, pressure change. Yeah. But whatever. Um, so then now we're at the end. Um, Hazel's Hazel, an old rabbit now. He's an old because he has gotten a character design change of having one gray hair on his head. <laughs> he, which That's how you know he's old. He is now old, and he gets visited by the elusive black rabbit, which the black they worship rabbit. and fear. Who has only been kind this yeah. whole movie, actually. It's this whole concept of like people viewing death and destruction as a bad thing, and it's like, no, it's this new chapter, this new beginning, yeah. and that's what they view the black rabbit as, is like this ushering in of a different chapter. And yeah, for them, he goes it's off passing on. With the black rabbit. And you see his dead body, because it wouldn't be this movie unless we got another dead More body. More dead body, but no blood. No blood. Because the thing is, you see, you see Hazel run off with the black rabbit, but you realize that that's Hazel's spirit, which uh-huh. the animation there was actually really cool. It uh, was. They kind of did like a, they almost made them look like a sketch mm-hmm. uh, in death. Um, and then, but of course, you had to like focus then on Hazel's dead body, because I was like, <laughs> It just wouldn't be water tripped down if we didn't have another fucking dead rabbit involved. I imagined, like... <laughs> what happened have... to this author as a child? That he just is like, dead rabbit, dead rabbit, dead rabbit. They should have just kept in form and had his body just explode in a fountain of blood. <laughs> well, it would be like, it's over, blood everywhere. Bloody Let it wash over you. Wash your feet in it. <laughs> the, well, and that's the thing is, I was looking at the Wikipedia page and the author was like, talking about the allegory stuff. And he's like, I don't really see it that way. I just thought of it as like a story I was telling my children. And I'm like, this is what came out. (laughs) I think the movie was pushing for the allegory more than the book is a theory I have as well. Because he might not have said things like spreading dissension (laughs) in the fucking book. Which was definitely more structured. Because this is a, you know, this is a British fantasy. So Mm -hmm. it's structured, I think, a lot more like Winnie the Pooh or Alice in Wonderland. Vignettes, you said. Yeah, they're like little vignettes. And, like, they all kind of lead you to an ending, like Alice does. But Alice is not a cohesive plot. You know, like, it's... Here she is meeting this fucker. Now she meets this person. And then this silly distraction happens. It is still all towards her getting Mm -hmm. to what she's trying to get to, which is the White Rabbit and then home and whatever. Disney kind of streamlined that a little bit more. But, like, in this, it's like, yeah, they're trying to get somewhere. But, like, really, we just kind of have little adventures along the way... You probably read a chapter of this to your kid before bed, and that's why your kid became a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm not gonna read my kid the chapter of them going into that barn and fighting those rats and being chased by that owl. Well, that, oh, we didn't get into that. Yeah, the cemetery. I did forget that. Yeah, they went to a cemetery where they just said no men live here anymore, <laughs> and then they're just like we feel safe now because like the overarching enemy is man. But then it's the whole thing where it's like the old, like, it's like in fucking zombie apocalypse movies where it's like the real enemy is people. We're in this, the real enemy is rabbits. (laughs) And I'm just like so sick of it. Well, I have written down here too, because I feel like they were really trying to push for like the adult message and they were talking about man here and they'll say, they'll never rest until they've spoiled the earth. (sighs) And I was like, so is it about like... Man, is this? Are we getting back to Bambi here? You know, like, are they are are men just ruining the earth? Is that what the whole thing's about? Is it about oppression? 
Because at the beginning also, Fiverr says that he, he's like, what do you sense? And he's like, it feels like oppressive. And I was like... Like thunder. But he's like, but he said oppressive. And I was yeah. like, because oppression is in the air. And it, it did... We kind of figured this was about a specific thing that happened in British history, but upon researching it, it's not. It's just a general oppression. Yeah. Like, and it's like a general environment thing. And it's like a general, the plight of the proletariat. You know, it's just, it's a little much, like, it's a little annoying. This actually makes me wonder back to now the point of the opening sequence at all. Because they established that... Frith, Frith, right? The sun god? Frith is the god. Frith the sun god. I, I, are you sure he's a sun god? or is he, I think he is just god and he looks like the sun. Frith the sun god <laughs> <laughs> is essentially saying that the enemies of rabbits are the animals that he gave sharp teeth and claws to in order to hunt them down. Yet the entirety of the time that we're in this movie, the main bad guys are rabbits and man, two people who weren't given anything spectacular by Frith. Like, man wasn't even an, an issue. Well, and bunnies are... The rabbits are a stand-in for humanity, right? Yeah. So, to me, I think it's supposed to be a parallel to the Garden of Eden story. Because okay. it's like, you made a mistake, and now your whole species is fucked for eternity. Right. And so it's like... But then why it, not... In that similar way, it? like, religion has tried to explain why man is fucked for eternity. So in the same way, wouldn't these rabbits also create a mythology of why they're fucked for eternity? Like, I don't think we were supposed to, at the beginning, take that mythology as fact within this world. Uh I think it was we were taught the rabbits' mythology. So rabbits had to explain away why their lives sucked. So they created this myth of Frith and the the feet and predators Mm -hmm. in a similar way that, like, man is trying to understand why life sucks. So they write a story about because you fucked up a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get that. Because, yeah, my whole issue was just, like, if man is the biggest enemy, why wasn't he introduced in the myth? But I think it was just... We are. I, I feel like the humans are hardly in it, but that's because rabbits are a stand-in for humans in this. Right. So it's like... Oh, remember the part where they're just like on the road and they see that little porcupine roadkill and they're just like, cars pay no mind to us. They just... I don't think they know the down. word for cars. They're just like, the humans, they go... He, he called it the vroom vroom or something. <laughs> <laughs> he literally called it by the noise that it made. It was like Which the... Which fair. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> but I also just... It was a lot of that where it's like, man, they're killing us. And, like, fair. Like, I'm all for, like, a Fern Gully-type storyline, Bambi-like storyline, but you I were... I Fern Gully. I think just because this one was so heavy-handed. I guess Fern Gully's also heavy-handed, but I think... Oh, what? With its <laughs> rapping bat? <laughs> yeah, like, they just also... I think that was the thing that was driving me a little crazy, was just how... See adults, see adult viewers, and I just can't imagine any child watching this and having an ounce of enjoyment. No, because everything's going to go over their head because they're going to be scared by the fact that everything around them is fucking dying. So many bloody rabbits. Especially since rabbits is something that has been domesticated and they can have pets for. So can you imagine a kid with a pet rabbit? Like Clover, the pet rabbit. Every once in a while, a child takes it out on the grass. (laughs) Uh, it, It just. I, yeah, I didn't understand. I don't see this movie, honestly, having a target audience. Well, it's it's for the adults who take their kids and go, felt like they got something more out of it, is what I think it was doing more of. Because what 
what child wants this? I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want this. This seems like a movie that I'd be sat in front of. And it's funny because I compared it to Animal Farm, but it's not really because this was... I had no idea that this was designed for children. I always thought it was like an adult project. We probably should watch the 3D animated one that came out recently. Watership Down? Yeah, there's a new one. Oh, God. 3D blood? <laughs> I don't know if they'll go as intense with the blood. It could be like all off screen and done with like shadow puppets or whatever. The, the neon blood. Like, it's so bloody. That's just to, that's just to like... You... I feel like the new one they targeted more towards adults, though. Okay. Like, I think they knew that kids were not rushing in to see the Rabbit Massacre movie. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so what are your final takeaways from this movie? Did you like it? I'm, I'm glad I watched it. I think it was beautifully animated. I think the animation in it was very creative. I think that people, especially when you look at like old 2D animation, they like to experiment with different types of animation within mm-hmm. one film, and I thought that that was always really cool. Yeah. I liked the... Um, I guess I, I like that they went for it. I think... It's weird because of all the rabbit death and not all the rabbit violence. There actually isn't much like main characters going, and I think they probably could have killed off more main characters. I agree. But again, it's like it's that'd be like me complaining about Winnie the Pooh and being like, "Why didn't Eeyore die?" You know, like it's just it doesn't. It wasn't designed to do that. The the animals that died were the ones that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. They didn't kill off any main characters, to my knowledge, that weren't evil. Uh, and I think that if they had had a cohesive plot, this probably would have been interesting. Also, Fiverr fandom for <laughs> life. I love Fiverr. I really did. I Hi, loved... you're, you're, uh, let's call you a high Fiverr. Yeah, I just, I loved him. I really did. I thought he was so cute and so anxious and psychic. I liked this movie to an extent. I have a very big issue with how it was structured. The animation was beautiful, though. Had a lot of good use of, like, the multiplane camera and making everything look 3D. The multiplane was cool. Um, it was just beautifully done. I wish that they had a little bit more, like, wherewithal with character design. And every- I wish that everyone wasn't voiced by John Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they were, but they all just sounded like that. Everyone was different. They just all sounded the same. I think that the, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which Did I it think right. it's because they had released them originally as individual things and the thing that they put I together. So. But I think that, like, I keep comparing it to Winnie the Pooh because I really did feel like a violent Winnie the Pooh because it was like little vignettes, but it kind of added up mm-hmm. to something. And you're like, but then, like, it's weird because you'd have a vignette and sometimes we'd go back to that vignette and sometimes we wouldn't because, like, we thought the farm was over. And then the farm came back. And then you went back just to have it mean nothing. <laughs> and then you have, like, the creepy gay cult rabbits, and they didn't... Oh, yeah, he's my favorite. Creepy gay rabbit. I love G- him. Gay old rabbit is what we <laughs> called him. Gay old rabbit, because he's always like, oh, well, I didn't know about that. Chris like, means nothing to us. <laughs> yeah, he was so funny. Come down here, rabbits. Come down here and eat some food. I'll expect nothing in return. <laughs> and you're like, oh gosh, don't go in the hole with him. <laughs> Get me out of here. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to burrow with you. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Uh, 
All right. So that, that's Watership Down. So this has been Watership Down. Thanks very much for joining us at Cell Shade. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cell Shade Podcast or send us an email at cellshadepodcast at gmail.com. I'm Nick. And I'm Tyler. Join us next time. Bye. Bye.